Hey, what's up? What's up? It's your man Sam, host of Just Talk with Sam podcast. Just Talk with Sam podcast. Man, we got a great one for you guys this week. I got a legend, a wrestling legend. You may know him from WWE, ECW. I mean, all of it. Al Snow is in the building. He's going to be calling in. And not only is he going to be talking about his career and the things he's done, he's also going to be talking about his upcoming book. It's called Self-Help Life Lessons from the Bizarre Wrestling Career of Al Snow. Man, I got a little taste of it. I talked with him, and he dropped gems with this, and it's it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good, and he's going to call into this show. I can't thank him enough, but before we jump into all of that, we got to pay some bills. Everything that you heard here can be found at our home website. It is called samshownation.com. It's your home for everything related to the Just Talk with Sam podcast. Yeah, it's right there. And by doing that, on the homepage and current promotions page, there is a donate button. Please, this has always been a crowdsourced podcast. We've been doing this thing since day one. And we do it for the fans and we keep the free funny free. We thank you guys. Please hit that donate button and keep the free funny free. Whatever makes you feel like a good person, hit that donate button. We can do it right there from there. And I assure you, every cent goes right back into this podcast to make it a bigger, better, greater podcast. Well, maybe you type of person who want a little bang for your buck. You want to tell the story. You want to wear your love. You want to show your love. You can always go to samshownation.com. You hit that store link. By hitting the store link, you can catch all your Just Talking with Sam podcast swag right there on the page. Whether that be hats, whether that be shirts, whether that be stickers, it's all right there. Whatever you do to show the world that you love this podcast is all right there. We'll send it right out to you, and you can go ahead do it right there. Rock the, you know, rock the wares of the, your favorite podcast is right there. Go to samshownation.com, click the store link. Speaking of the podcast, you can always go to the podcast. You can go to samshownation.com, hit that podcast link. And you can catch up on all of your favorite podcasts. It's all right there. You can scroll down and catch up on something. Maybe you just want to hear it again. Not only do you have to do that, you, we are currently on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, the granddaddy of them all, Amazon. Ooh, ooh, yeah. We're on Amazon too, but iTunes and Apple Podcasts. You can do that. The reason they're so special is because you can subscribe, rate, and review the podcast right there on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. You can go right there and just say, hey, I really like this podcast. And I love the interview with Al Snow. Five stars. Hey. Or you can put, hey, I want this guy to shut up and let Al Snow talk. I love this podcast. Five stars. You can do it right then and there. Apple podcast itunes you can do it right there we love it when you do it subscribe rate and review this podcast we got a few sponsors this week and one of the things we want to do we want to you know show love to the sponsors before we jump into this podcast i don't know if you guys can tell i am in fanboy mode because i love al snow i have been watching him since i was a young pup in the gang and he just made pro wrestling look fun. 
and I think it is, and he showed me, well, from what I saw on TV, we'll get into that in an interview, but the first sponsor comes from the good folks at Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball, MLBShop.com, one thing they ask you to do is go to SamShowNation.com, you click that link, and MLBShop.com got free shipping on orders over $35. Yes, the season has started and you guys need to be in the loop and represent your favorite team. Maybe you're a Dodgers fan. Maybe you like the Braves. Maybe you like the Chicago Cubs. Maybe you like me and you like those Detroit Tigers. Maybe you're a Yankees fan. Maybe you happen to be Astros fan, maybe you like the Mets and Cardinals, any other team that I have a name, you can get ready for this upcoming season. We're we're just we're in the shallow end of the season. And by going to samshownation.com, you click that MLBshop.com link, you can get free shipping on all US orders over $35 by putting the promo code 35 F. S in checkout. When you about to check out and get whatever you get, anything over thirty-five dollars, free shipping is on us. So please go to samshownation.com, hit the mlbshop.com link, and get free shipping on all U.S. orders over thirty-five dollars with the promo code three five fs. That is Franklin Sam at checkout. The next sponsor is the good folks at the NBAstore.com. Look, the playoffs have started. Started today, actually. And you can go to SamShowNation.com. You click the NBAshop.com, excuse me, NBAstore.com link. And by doing that, you can get your National Basketball Association gear get ready for those playoffs and one thing that the NBA store has that most people don't have you can save up to 65% off site wide and and addition to free shipping by using the promo code NBA25 and that free shipping comes on all US orders over $25 so that is up to 65% off site-wide in addition to anything over $25 is NBA 25 promo. Hurry up. The playoffs are involved. And if you're willing to do that, you're willing to celebrate Mamba Day. Yes, we can show love to the Black Mamba himself. Kobe Bryant and celebrate Mamba Day and you can go to samshownation.com you click the nbastore.com link and you can get ready for the playoffs and show some love to Kobe Bryant and save up to 65% off with with addition to free shipping with the promo code NBA25 at checkout may want to hurry up because you know some extra some restrictions may apply, and this is for a limited time only. So please hurry up and do that. And lastly, and certainly not leastly, the granddaddy of them all, 
Amazon.com. On the home page and current promotions pages, just talk with Sam podcast that can be found at samshownation.com. You will see an Amazon banner, and when you see that Amazon banner, you can go to Amazon, you get everything, and I'm pretty sure our guests would love it if you went to Amazon and you typed in Al Snow in the search bar, and you can get that book. That book is called Self Help Life Lessons from a Bizarre Wrestling Career of Al Snow. You can pre-order it right now, but the book is, you can have it in your hand, and it is available May 7, 2019. But you can pre-order it if you go to Amazon right now, and on May 7th, it'll be shipped to you. I don't know if you have Prime, or you can have regular Amazon. Please pre-order this book. I read a little bit of it. It's awesome. I saw a little bit of it, and I talked to the man himself. Trust me, you need this book in your life. It's a great, uh, it's it's a great book from a good author who was living a life that's worth reading about. So please go to samshownation.com. You click the Amazon banner on the home page, the current promotions page, and pre-order the book. Self-help, life lessons from bizarre wrestling career with of Al Snow, written by you guessed it, Al Snow. Well, that's enough for me right now. About to reset these mics, and we're about to get into this great podcast. I will see you guys in about 90 seconds. This is Just Talk with Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talk with Sam Podcast. Put your name on it. You don't talk about it. Be about it. I don't know this till like right now. Seriously. But it's obvious, if the audience listen, we, we never write this out. Oh man, we are back. Ah, uh, that intro. I'm feeling good. Uh, we got Tasha here. Hey y'all! In a few short minutes. It's the best thing that ever happened to this podcast, Tasha. Please don't break your arm patting yourself up. Oh, butt. I'm not. Look, I can't go back and forth with you today, because in a few short minutes. Oh, you can go back and forth with me. We got a legend caller. Man, I'm so man. I'm smiling right now. I grew up watching this man. You're sitting in my presence. You should be smiling. Al Snow. Yes. That Al Snow. Hit. hit, From WWE, ECW. You may know him depending on how old you are. Al Snow. 
Um, you may know him ECW's head. You may know him as the Job Squad. You may know him as Lee, uh, Leaf Cassidy, the Avatar, the New Rockers. I'm showing my age at this point. You old, I mean. And I he will be calling in Marty Janetti. Oh my God, this is right after the barbershop incident. And um, man, I am so waiting on this phone call. This is an interview I want. The reason he's calling in is because he has a new book coming out. It's called Self Help. Mm-hmm. My man Al Snow deliver highlights from his wrestling career, and is a way. It's a memoir. It's a memoir to help. Um, people, you know, coming up, not just in the wrestling, just mm-hmm. coming up through his years, 30 years. It's, it's weird that I'm saying that 30 years in the wrestling of Al Snow. And I mean, I got a little taste of the book. Mm-hmm. You can pre-order it now. Okay. You know, you can pre-order on Amazon. You can pre-order it on wherever books. So, but in the taste of it, he's <coughs> talking about like some of his life events and his share. You know, here's what we'll do. When you call into the podcast, I'll help him tell all about that because he's a he's a better way to tell. And he dropped a lot of knowledge in this book. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing that's captured my attention a little bit more than this book this week and only this week. The NBA playoffs have started. Um, Go ahead and say it. As of right now, we are recording and the playoffs have started. Go ahead and say no, it. No, no, wait. But... I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about what happened to the playoffs this week. Like um, some newsworthy things. Like uh, let's start like this. My Pistons, my Detroit Pistons, erased a 22-point deficit against a broken down, broken down, beaten, beaten. Um. Almost G League team, and, and, I, and I'm. What team was that, by the way? Hold on, hold no, no. I just want to talk about it for a second because oh, okay. this ain't no like I talked about it in the last podcast, and like I just want my Pistons to go to the playoffs, and then they did it. They beat up, abused team, and it this game should not have been close earlier in the week. And what I mean should not have been close. This should have been a runaway beatdown. This this should have been, but against the Minnesota Grizzlies. Oh, excuse me, Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. What am I thinking? Of? I, I'll get I'll get to Minnesota in a minute. The Timberwolves had nothing to do with this. I want to make this plain. It was the Memphis Grizzlies, cause I'm in, and they and they came back, and I looked at Dan Casey, he coached them boys, ish, came back, um, Blake with his trick knee, all of a sudden tried to do do it, he's doing the best he can, and then he right, they wrote the ship, they got it right on course, and they trampled over the New York Knicks. Your New York Knickerbockers. Your as in who? Chuck, if you listening. Chuck Hosner. My man. He he riding down with them Knicks. Oh, I don't know why. I don't know why either, but for some reason he is. And then they earned the eighth seed playoff spot. And they are going against the Bucks. 
Look, man, I don't, I don't ask a lot, Pistons. Just don't get swept, man. Win a game. This Sunday, I'm going to be right there. I'm going to have my gear on. And me and my son are going to watch. Don't punk me, man. Also, in the NBA news, in the march to the playoffs, AD, Anthony Davis caught a little flack with the win. Uh, that's all, folks. Mm-hmm. T-shirt with the Pelicans. I don't know how to feel. This is not situated as downworthy, but this is kind of like a don't, don't, don't go that route. Don't burn the bridge. Don't. You're already sitting on the bench, man. Don't antagonize the fans a little bit. We all know you're about to leave. We as in anyone with sight. All right. Anyone with sight see Anthony Davis better leave the Pelicans. You think so? It doesn't take an NBA insider to see he's about to get get up out of there. He... Okay. But don't antagonize the fans. Don't have them burn your jersey. Here's what you do. And then in the press conference, he was like, well, my stylist said it'd be cool if I were. He he, he, um, put it out on... Man, you a grown man. You got people putting out clothes for you? Man, get out of here, man. What's wrong with that? No, my stylist said wear this. Sh- no, don't play like you don't know what you're saying. You wear this shirt. You, the implement, the implications. The who? You know what? I'm not even gonna try it. That one. Yep. The implications. You said you didn't combine two words. You yeah. said implement. Then you said cations. It's just that implications. One. That one. You know what and you were you trying to say. You got a college degree in the family. Hey, I gotta tell you, man. You see, you did. Can you get a refund for that? Hey, if they want to give me my money back for all the stuff I didn't use, cool. Um, but yeah, man, you know what that means to the f- like. If I saw that with the little sneak, th- and then you are gonna part it off, my my stylist said, "Don't, don't do that, man. I mean, don't imagine." What do I rather you own up and say, "That's it, I'm out of here." Say? Own up, be a man. Okay, be a man. Say, hey, look, we out. Sorry, deal with it. Easier said than done. You out anyway. If you're gonna be, if you're gonna be disrespectful, go full on. Full on disrespect. Yeah. All right. Another thing. Whatever. Wherever he lands, it's wherever he lands. Walk, walk to the off season. And I want to give. Um, Welcome to the Lake Show, baby. No, no. It's something I kind of want to. Um, I kind of want to touch on because I, I talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. D Wade final game in Miami. Look, that was a um, hell of a career. Uh, We talked about the uh, Paul Pierce thing last week. Mm -hmm. And then it was, uh, you heard the Paul Pierce sucks chance when he came out. And it's fun. No, no, don't, don't act like Paul Pierce is that guy. Yeah, is D-Wade better than him statistically? Yes. But don't act like. Paul Pierce, don't act like it's leaps and bounds. Him putting, they play two different positions. Mm-hmm. All right, you know what? Before I even get on that, let me let me talk about D Wade. I respect that man. He played for Miami. He went head over my Pistons and with Shaq during that time. Oh my God, he won his first ring, and then even in the midst of the Miami Heatles. And that bull. Miami who? 
See? See? If you know the Miami Heat, you that's how I know. You ain't you ain't about that life. When he was with the Miami Heatles doing that bull with the Banana Boy Boys crew, I still have respect for him, still do. He clearly has two more years in him. And his final game put up thirty Dwayne is beat up. Okay. I, I mean just injuries not, but I'm just saying from what I saw and what I saw this season, he could go another year. It push come to shove, but you know, the jersey trade, the this, the that. He just wanna get out, go out on top. I get that. Yeah, just go. Go out just just This is a guy but speaking of a guy going out with your body beat up, <laughs> Dirk finally called it a career. Dirk went out. And they both went for 30 in their last game. But Dirk, oh, my God, you can hear them D's are crackling. You can hear, but he went for 30. He's, 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 um, oh, my God, Dirk had to call it a career. It was like he didn't want to, um, what? one cool thing I, I will say about Wade and Dirk, it's a bittersweet thing. Because mm-hmm. I grew up watching these guys. I did, too. And when you see them leave, it's bittersweet because you like, oh my God, I am older than everybody. I'm officially in the old. Yeah. I think it's only a couple only more people. The person I'm holding on to is LeBron at this point. And LeBron, LeBron is our age. LeBron so yeah, yeah. Court. That means hold on, wait. It's a co- it's a co- it's like him, JJ Redick. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking who are even the in the same that I'm not older than because LeBron came into the league. Um, nineteen. He came. No, he came in fresh out of high school. Fred yeah. like Kobe did. Yeah. So even longer for him. No, when you talk about age, though, the reason I'm talking about age is because um, this is um, people you're older than. See, like when you watch basketball, you got this idea like, oh, well, I'll watch you because, or you aspire to be, or I can watch, I can do this. But now, I still like basketball, don't get me wrong. But you, you start to get that old man a little bit about you because everybody younger than you. You can't give it up. Like, you can't give up the sport. I'm not giving up basketball. Or, excuse me, let me rephrase that. I'm not giving up watching basketball. But the thing is, when you see it, the game has changed. It's not the same game that I'm watching. And that, like, I guess the uh, old man in me a little bit. Like, oh, back in my day, we can handshake. Or back in my day, these new rules. And I'm finding myself doing that now. That's concerning. So it's only a couple um, mainstays that's here, and it's a couple more mainstays that's keeping this thing alive until we are officially the older generation watching basketball, saying things like, "Well, I, I don't know what the now. hell these kids doing now." No, yeah. I, but I honestly feel the way now because I feel like I don't. I like been a Pistons, Big Ben, Rip, all them. That was my era to watch basketball. Now I don't know who these kids is, and half of them I only know because they dated Kardashians. Mm. All right, all right. And last news: um, my man about to call. My man Al Stone about to call. Man, I'm so hype about this. Speaking of people quitting, one person quit. Didn't tell nobody. Goddamn magic. 
Alright, look. Let me tell. I want you to go first. I want you to go first because I have watched this saga unfold. Go ahead. Magic, like, well. Yep. I woke up this morning, took my AIDS medication, looked at cookies, EJ and the girl. Yep. I like how the girl does that, but that. It's at least Alana or something. Like that. And um, I said, you know, I think this would be a good day for me to walk out. I want to mentor some people. I want to help some people. Man, I watched. As long as I'm attached to these Lakers, I can't do nothing. I won't. That's do what you got, man. The internet is such. Come out. The M- All right. First of all, the internet has such a short memory because Magic said it when he got on the team. If I cannot turn this team around in two years. How long was he on? Two years. I'm out. He he straight up said that. And then when he said that, he signed the paper. Well, he the one that was about to trade the whole bench, all the young guys. Let me. Okay. I'm just asking for clarification. I'm finna, I'm finna just go for what I know. Oh, when is that different for me? No, because here? I am going to be met with resistance. I am going to say trigger words to you. And when I say trigger? when I say these trigger words. What? Your brain is going to turn off, and I hope, and I just hope you listen to reason. And I understand magic. When I when I watched that press conference, he said to he looked at Jeannie Buss, the owner of the Lakers, as a sister. And for me to maintain that friendship, that love, that family with her, I gotta go. He said everything to me in that one sentence that I already suspected. Mm-hmm. Here's are some of the things I have suspected, and I'm just gonna give you points. I am going to give you receipts on everything I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He signed the paper two years. I can't turn his team around. I'm out of here. Right? Mm-hmm. Kept his word. First day on the job, he had to deal with the circus that is the big ball of brand and Lavar Ball. Remember that shit? I do. And he had to deal with that silence, Lavar, do all of this, and under his tutelage, he did. Mm-hmm. He did quiet down Lavar Ball, and he made it. And one thing he did do about Lonzo, I'm not saying Lonzo garbage or anything like that. He let him play and evolve as a player. He did. And then Kyle Kuzma started coming to his own, and then. Luke Walden was a decent coach, and he's getting the young guys, and then there's a there's there's a gelling happen. Uh huh. Then it happened. Don't even say it. See, I said trigger words. Nope. The circus came to town. That circus was the LeBron James friends and family program. Magic is only one man. He just quieted down this big ball of brand bullshit. And then... Say that again three times. Big ball of brand bullshit. Big ball of brand bullshit. Big ball of brand bullshit. And then, just when he wiped the sweat off his brow. Woo! And then the real test came in. And that test had broken many men. Mm. That test almost broke Mr. Pat Riley. And Pat Riley said, fuck you. You are not bigger than the Miami Heat. Take your ass back to Cleveland. 
The unwritten rule with LeBron Blames is you got to turn over so the keys of the franchise to LeBron. He wants to hire. He wants to fire. He wants to do this. Who said I talk- this? We've seen it. Who yeah. said this out their lips? Out their face? Okay. Okay. You get LeBron James. And then all of a sudden, I got to get Lance Stevenson. I got to get Rajon Rondo. Who, oh, didn't nobody who, say who, that when Magic was about to trade away the whole bench? He had no cap. He got everybody. He got the LeBron James friends and family program. He's only one man. He's only one man. You know what? And then he reached his breaking point with the Anthony Davis trade. And LeBron blames. Excuse me. LeBron James. I'm saying blames because every time something goes wrong, for some reason, it's never LeBron's fault. You blame somebody else. No, it's not. I blame you. So LeBron. LeBron. Society. Nope. Nope. You're trolling me. Nope. I blame and then, and then I blame Mike Pence because LeBron Blames couldn't shut up for over a night. Just how like how you know where's your proof? When Jeannie Buss says no, I was what, about no, to no, trade his ass, Buss talking about the owner of the Lakers said, "Shut the fuck up. We're trying to do this in silence." And LeBron James, he's sending out the tweets. He on his goddamn show. Look. Podcaster or podcaster with LeBron? Where is your proof? Podcaster or podcaster? How do you have 87 people on your show and no one talks? Where's your proof? Other than, and then LeBron James, I got the rollies in the rollie. Man, get the fuck out of here. Shut the fuck up. Then I hit the rollie stuff with the rollie, y'all. What was that getaway car back for Folio? Meanwhile. Detroit's very own T Grizzly. Meanwhile. Anthony Detroit's Davis. Detroit's very own. I, I, yeah. T Grizzly's great. I have no problem with T Grizzly. I think you do. I'm talking about LeBron Blames. You see, you man, he just quoting the song. Hit the roller stuff with the roller, y'all. What's the problem? Here's the problem. Shut the fuck up. Oh, I can't so, sing a rap so song we can, so, we, so we can make this trade. Genie Bus is like, please shut the fuck up so we can make this Sam, trade. Sam, he was still a Cleveland Cavalier when that video was made. So shut up. Hold on. You know who? So Magic, he saw the writing on the wall. Y'all gonna stop blaming LeBron Magic is living his best life He's not going back and forth with y'all Magic said I see how this is going I love Jeannie Buss And for me to continue to love Jeannie Buss I gotta go Who I feel for the most Is Luke Walton LeBron You know what Luke Walton as of today He freed himself From this circus too they mutually agreed to part with No, he, he, not only did he mutual. Luke said, if y'all don't want me, then don't talk to me. They fired. Go hold on, hold on. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You are seeing the LeBronification of the Lakers know. right now. I bet you they get a ring. Listen. LeBron don't Ma- Listen, the listen. Magic is gone. Walton is gone. Walton is over there with Sacramento Kings. What's the problem? The trainers are gone. The front office is in a tizzy. Got a clean house. No, this is what Pat Riley Ward is about. Oh, he old and he got dementia. Get the. F- <sighs> he don't know what he's talking I about. I feel like how much evidence I give you, you just go to fight. He don't know what he's talking about. All right, guys. Who? Could be girls too, Sam. I'm listening to this. And whoever's listening, whoever's listening to to the sound of my voice. 
I am not an NBA insider. Oh, you act like one. I am not. I am not in the front office of any team. I don't have sources. I don't have anything. I'm saying to you, as a guy who's watched TV and watched LeBron Blames, I guarantee Tyron Lue is the next coach of the Lakers. All eyes. How much you how much you willing to put up? How much you willing to put up? Lies. Because LeBron Blames cannot be with a coach that will not let him run over on him. I am not an insider. Mm-hmm. However, David Black, I ain't seen him since. Coach Steve Black, you mean? No, it's David Black. From the Cavaliers? From the Cavaliers? Is that Steve Black? Is it Steve Black? Yes. I thought it was David Black. Black. No, no, I'm getting confused. David Fisdale from the Miami Heat. Who was that? The the coach of the, the current coach of the Knicks. Non-factor. Keep no, no, no. When David Fisdale was getting in LeBron ass saying, you got to be a team member, all of a sudden LeBron he's on the unemployment line. And here we go again. Another casualty. Another team. Luke Walton. Bye, Luke. Get the fuck Bye. Out. Bye. How are we not seeing the wake of destruction that is LeBron James? Everything to cater to his ego. What's the problem? When you're good, you're good. No, no. Here we go. You know what? I see where this is going. You're going to go in circles. You're going to do everything in your power to defend this guy. Eh? Here's what I'm going to do. I see the phone line lighting up. Mm-hmm. Some joy is coming. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to my man. Al Snow, a guy I have been watching on TV since I was a child. Al Snow, the real Al Snow, on Twitter I and IG. I want to feel a LeBron fan. I'm shutting off your mic. You should not. And I'm going to talk to him about his new book. It's called Self Help. Here he is. Hello, Al. Oh, thank you so much for giving me a call just so we could talk about your upcoming book. The book title is called Self Help. Man, um, but before we jump into that, I just want to say thank you so much for calling. I am a big fan. I have been rocking with you since uh, the new rockers, Leaf Cassidy. And then from there, I just kind of always had you in my radar. Um, well, thank you very much. And I appreciate you giving me the time today and talk about the book and, and, and uh, get to speak with you as well. Well, Al, let's just get right down to it. Your career is awesome. You've gained respect from the locker room and just about anywhere you, whatever, you know, promotion you went to. What made you want to write a book? As crazy as it may sound, a lot of people, surprisingly, were constantly, you know, saying, oh, you should write a book, you should write a book, you should write a book. And um, I was speaking with Bob Ollie, and Bob Ollie had written a book with a, a co-writer, uh, Russell Williams, and, uh, you know, um, he finally convinced me that to do it because I had uh, written, read his book and was amazed that uh, Ross Williams was able to uh, write the book and when he read it, it sounded like Bob Holly's voice, like you could hear Bob's voice speaking to you and telling you the story. And, and that was 
me to, to finally do it was that, you know, I thought that, all right, I will, uh, you know, I'll uh, give it a shot. I, personally, I don't find my career or my life that interesting, but I thought, well, maybe some other people might. And, you know, I can do something in a more entertaining way than the typical wrestling book. I think a lot of wrestling books are very dark and, you know, very uh, angry and very, uh, what you would say, uh, you know, very resentful sometimes and they have an axe to grind. And so I just thought, I want to give you, you know, more of the real, the fun perspective of why we really got into the wrestling business in the first and that's kind of where I beg to differ because I'm pretty sure you got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about if you just talked about your career in general. Like for starters, um, just starting out, you started with Ole and Gene Anderson in Charlotte. I, I went down and tried out and basically got my uh, rear end handed to me, um, you know, and uh, set back on my way. But, you know, that didn't dissuade me. I was crazy enough to keep after it and, you know, finally uh, convince uh, 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 Jim Lancaster, a guy who spent a lot of time up in Detroit and in that area with Cobra Hall and those areas, started out with Lou Klein and worked for the original Sheik and uh, wrestled for him. And, you know, I thought, you know, I convinced him finally to train me. It wasn't easy, but uh, convinced him and um, then after that, I've been, been doing it for 37 years. So, it's been, it's been a fun ride. Well, Al, can I ask a few questions? Now, I don't want to spoil the book because I can't wait to read it like everyone else. But I just kind of want to touch on a few stories from your career, if that's okay? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. In the book, do you talk about uh, what something I wish you get into more in depth about, even though I don't think it's the longest story, the barbecue? just not having enough money and, you know, wanting to eat and trying to find something that actually was warm and tasted good because back then, this will show my age, you know, microwaves were kind of a luxury item. So, you know, not every gas station like they do today has them. them back then, you know, you couldn't just walk in and, you know, buy warm food. So they had these wonderful things called stewed sandwiches that were frozen, you know, kind of cold and they were... It tasted terrible once, so it tasted even worse cold. And um, you just have to boy scout that kid and a little bit of muffler tape, and you know, it's time to eat. You just eat them up on the engine of your car. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, one thing I kind of want to touch on, um, I'm pretty sure the book kind of, I hope the book mentions this, is your, for lack of a better term, frenemy relationship with Mick Foley, and how did that start? Well, we, uh, Nick and I started, um, actually, it was a kind of like a sparring match. We kind of treated it like it was, uh, like a boxing match between the two of us verbally in the car. And, you know, we, depending on the digs that we throw at each other, you know, they register as a jab or a straight, 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 uh, straight shot or a right hook or an uppercut, you know, and then depending on if they were really good, then you got a standing eight count or you might have knocked the guy out, things like that. And trust me, uh, I usually knock him out, so. <laughs> um, now, here's, this is kind of a, 
I, I want to say urban legend or rumor, but one of those sparring sessions that you had with Mick Foley led to the creation of Head. You know, that. Well, no, it didn't. It didn't. What happened was, um, we were riding in the car with uh, Sue Vicious and Bob Holly, and at the time, you know, Mick had a styrofoam head that he carried the mask around on. Um, Gideon uh, had thrown the styrofoam head up into a ceiling fan up in Montreal in the locker room, and it kind of cut a gash in, in the mouth of it. And, Mick was joking around, was calling it Wayne and acting like it was going to be his, with his girlfriend and, you know, just stuff like that. And then when I was in ECW, um, you know, I was trying to show that I'd had a nervous breakdown. I was reading the book on abnormal psychology and uh, read about a woman who had uh, paranoid schizophrenia with a transference disorder, meaning she transferred her illness onto the objects of folks She thought they were crazy, not her. So... I tried to start from head. I remember, you know, Mick jerking around, and I thought, you know, I'm going to treat this as if it's, it's, you know, it's crazy, and I'm saying, uh, and it has the sickness, and I don't, and, you know, we're going to have an issue, and, uh, but, you know, it's going to talk to me, and I'm going to talk to them, and, um, and then, and, you know, for the grace of God, it worked, so, you know. <laughs> um, well, throughout your career, oh, well, let me ask this. I, would, I wouldn't be a fan if I didn't ask. Is Head still around? Are you guys still cool? Oh, yeah, we're, we're great. We always, you know, great. Uh, we get along great. Once in a while we argue. I mean, you know, like when we travel and they want me to buy a plane ticket still for this day, and I'm like, I refuse to because, you know, they can ride the overhead thing, but they swear they can't breathe. And I'm like, well, if you couldn't breathe, I couldn't hear you yelling, so shut up, you know. <laughs> or they'll complain about the fact that they got to go through TSA now and they got to go through the X-ray and they're afraid they're going to cancer. And I'm like, no, you won't, because if that were the case, it'd be like a, you know, a dentist where they'd wear a lead apron or something, TSA agent. They don't, so you'll be fine. So all right. Throughout your career, you have worked at different, like I mentioned earlier, different promotions. You work with Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Jim Cornette. You work with Bruce Prichard. You, um, you've been around. Just uh, to put it lightly, I mean, what did you? I guess some of the encapsulating lessons that you learned coming up in the business from those guys, or is it some, you know, something specific that sticks out with each person? the number one overall lesson and actually this was what I wanted the uh, the uh, title of my book to be but the publisher didn't want to use it was uh, basically how to take uh, shit and make shoe, shoe polish. That's the number one lesson I've learned in all these years of wrestling is how to always take the worst and make the best. There is no such word as chance. And uh, you know I wanted to call the book you know how to take shit and make shoe polish and other life lessons I've learned from wrestling. And that was how they, they kind of transferred it into self-help. Um, they felt that was a more amicable title, but um, that really, quite honestly, a lot of the stories in the book are from my experiences and my mistakes and the lessons I've learned and, you know, where it's you know, led me to and what it's, it's made me into the person that I am today. And, you know, I'm very grateful that I've had, you know, I've been blessed um, to get to do what I'd love to do for as long as I've gotten to do it. And, you know, um, I've never once regretted it. If I could go back, I'd do it all again, you know. Um, you know, the only regret I have, or not even really a regret, just the old, if I knew them what I know now, well, you know, there's lots of those. And, you know, if I did know them what I know now and understood it better, I'd have been able to take it 
take even more uh, advantage of the opportunities that I had, the numerous opportunities that I had. Um, you know, but um, you, you go the path you're supposed to go, and, uh, and, and I've still had a very wonderfully successful career and um, been able to accomplish the things I've wanted to accomplish when I first started out, and, and uh, I'm very grateful. And, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll be very, uh, you know, uh, very disappointed when it ends, and, you know, because everything at some point comes to an end, and, you know, and even, even my career will at some point, so... Well, speaking of which, I mean, I'm not saying the end of your career, but you now are kind of like a part of the future of pro wrestling because you now own OVW, and you've had a hand in, I, I want to say, the current day of professional wrestling because your past says you've been exclusive in training such as Death Check, Tough Enough, uh, you guys are partnered with Impact. I mean, how does that go when you mold these young minds to kind of go the way that you've already went? Um, you know, I really, I can't say how much I, you know, I really, really enjoy doing that part of it, working with them, uh, the writing, the producing, the directing, the training, um, and, and trying to allow them to benefit from um, the mistakes that I made so that they don't make the ones themselves. You know, and, and be able to better take advantage of any possible opportunities that they might pop, you know, to create. Now's the best time to ever to get into the wrestling business. I mean, there's more incredible opportunities out there, and there's more of a need for, uh, you know, someone who truly understands uh, the art and what the goal is of performing that art to be successful. And because there are so few in the wrestling business that truly understand that um, on the level that they need to to be able to truly capitalize on these incredible opportunities that can make them into worldwide attraction that not only is you know, within the wrestling business but opens up doors and other forms of entertainment for you know and to make to make life changing money. Um, and so it's my hope that. You know, through all of my efforts in the past, uh, with the number of people that I've trained and, you know, they've went on to have, you know, very successful careers, um, you know, with OVW I can continue to do that and, uh, and that I think will be my real legacy that I leave behind in the rest of the business. Maybe not what I have accomplished, but what I've helped others accomplish. Well, I mean, a little of that is showing up. Um, as we know, we are in this new era. We're out of the quote-unquote territory era and this new internet era where everyone, like myself, have an opinion about what's going on and may not know anything one way or the other. You got guys like Cody starting up AEW. Um, and people are cross-promoting being like the MMA background as well as professional wrestling. I mean, we saw hints of that in the past with guys like people like you've trained, like Dan Severin. But how does that kind of work now where it's more, I guess, popular and everyone has an opinion? Uh, just, I, I guess my question is, what are your thoughts on this new internet era that we have now? Um, well, first, I, you know, I think it's, uh, personally, I think it's great. Um, and I think that if you've paid your money to watch a show, you're entitled to your opinion. Um, I think that, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think that, uh, you know, 
as far as if you're a person within the wrestling business, you must understand that it is just an opinion. An opinion, quite honestly, is the worst form of human knowledge. Um, you know, to have real, true knowledge of a subject, you can have all the information you want, but in order to have real knowledge, you have to have a commensurate amount of experience to go along with that so that you have a true understanding of that information, which means that you have actual knowledge. Um, doesn't doesn't uh, discount uh, a person's opinion, but it, it just means that, you know, with the information that they have, it's, they're entitled to it, and they enjoy what they enjoy, and, you know, um, but you can't, as a director or producer or promoter or performer, you can't let that necessarily 100% what you do. Because you, you know, people get upset, they, they, uh, they watch Raw this week. Oh, it's terrible, I hate it, you know. What they don't understand is that Raw, that one episode, that one segment they saw that they were so disappointed in, that one, that may be the reaction that, that they wanted you to have. They may wanted you to have that disappointment so that next week they can get a, you know, a better reaction um, out of you in the direction they want to go. But the biggest thing is, is that, you know, what you don't understand by not being actually in it and being a part of it. Um, is that, uh, you know, you've got to look at the bigger picture and, and realize that that wall, that match, is simply a piece in a puzzle that they're trying to assemble. That might take six months to play out. That what you're unhappy with and dissatisfied with tonight might be the very thing that leads you to be having uh, an incredible emotional experience six months from now. And, uh, you know, if you, if without that experience, without that understanding, without that view, um, then you just have that information and, you know, and, you're, and then you state your opinion about your dissatisfaction without really understanding where that, that plays in the integral part of the overall story. That's 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 great. Um, now I want to ask this question: Does I mean Ohio has a lot of greats that came from Ohio, uh, the Detroit territory? Um, does that open up laterally, or are you going to more? I mean, like we're finding new wrestlers every day. But what about trainers, or what about, do you have your eye open for those guys, or? or? Sure. Absolutely. I'm, I'm always looking for people that have, you know, the biggest quantifiable thing, and that is experience. You know, um, because again, experience equates to knowledge. Um, and that's what I want. I want people that have enough experience, which means that they have made enough genuine mistakes so that they can now communicate those to a student and help that student avoid the pitfalls that they went through. It doesn't matter how, you know, it's not just a consideration of are they physically good or adept. Uh, it's also a matter of the time spent in the ring. Have they performed not just on the independent level, but have they performed, you know, for WWE, and, you know, TNA? Have they been on national platforms? Have they traveled internationally? Uh, because if they haven't, how are they going to communicate those things to you? Makes when sense. they've never done it themselves. I mean, I'm thinking when I sit back and think about Ohio, I, I'm thinking about a lot of people who came out of that developmental system and just just lived throughout there. Through, and I may be dating myself, but the list goes on and on. You you got uh, Cena, CM Punk, that came from OVW. Cody himself. You got some older heads. I guess he was in your class. Uh, Perry Saturn. Um, just and. 
I mean, like, when you look at a guy, and Perry is one of my favorite guys, too. And when you see a guy like that, and granted he's going through some hardships and, you know, my heart and prayers goes out to him. I just see a person like that when you talk about that wealth of knowledge. Like, he could be awesome to some of the newer kids growing up. You know, it's just it's a matter of finding somebody who is in that area, in this area that is located and accessible and can be here on a regular basis. You know, it's, it's, right. it, there are a lot of considerations that you have to take into account. So, it's, well, it's just a simple process. I got two more questions. I don't want to eat up your day. Um, like sure. I said, I'm pretty sure a lot more can be found in the book. Um, this is just a question for me. I want to do one for me. Then I want to. Um, do one for the fans. So the fans go first. Um, one question came from um, a listener and said, who was your A number one road person? This is a person you got to travel with, that you love traveling with. Uh, that would have been Chris Candido. I loved traveling with Chris Candido. He was just a wonderful person, a wonderful human being. So positive and always so full of energy. Loved the wrestling business. And, you know, it didn't matter what kind of show you were on. If you showed up, you knew you were going to. It was going to be great. Wow, you kind of answered my question with that, too. Um, so, uh, before you get out of here, I know the book is coming out in May. Yes. It's called Self-Help. Yes. But right now, if you want to get something, can you tell us a little bit about Collar and Elbow? Uh, yes, you can. Uh, we started a brand, a uh, wrestling brand. I figured, you know, football has Under Armour and basketball had Nike. And, you know, as a wrestling fan, somebody who really had a passion and love for wrestling, you know, we didn't really have anything other than maybe WWE. And as a grown man, nothing against WWE, but I don't want to walk around with the face of another man on my chest. It's just kind of weird. Kind of weird. So um, we tried to come up with, uh, you know, a style and designs that are kind of like reminiscent of streetwear, but, um, you know, uh, pays homage to professional wrestling and wrestling in general, whether it's Catch is Catch Can or Greco Roman or Freestyle or even the MMA. Um, if you love wrestling, um, you know, create designs and we integrate terms and so if you're a wrestling fan you understand it and you get it if you're not a wrestling fan you just see it and you think it's cool and you know we try to use very high quality clothing um, so that it's very comfortable and, um, and we do our very best to try to do as much as we can for you know, customer service and uh, and uh, we do we also you know involve ourselves with charitable causes and you know uh, we allow you to round up your purchase and all of that money goes to uh, Cauliflower Alley Club and their charitable uh, concerns that they've been operating for, you know, probably about four decades now. Um, and, uh, you know, we do things to help support the American Legion and the Armed Forces and uh, other things as well. And if anybody wants to check it out, they can go to collarandelbowbrand.com and if they use the code SNOWMAN, S-N-O-W-M-A-N, they can take 10% off the purchase. And if we have a sale and it's 20 or 30% off, you can use that code in addition to, and you can now get 30 or 40% off because you just add it up. So give it a try, and I think you'll find it pretty cool. Well, Al, thank you so much. They can find you on Instagram and Twitter at The Real Al Snow. Yes, there were some actual fakes, and I was surprised. So and whenever I'd find one, I'd always message them and go, look, if you're going to take being a celebrity, I'd raise the bar. Why, why shoot for me? Oh, come on, Al. You're pretty cool. <laughs> I think I am.
Um, hey, and if you want to, if you want to see more OVW, we've got our own network. Yeah, you can go to OVWWrestlingNetwork.com, and it's, you know, two-week free subscription, and you can subscribe for $4.99 a month, and we're going to have all kinds of uh, interesting content, not just our monthly and weekly television shows up there, but um, we're going to do uh, lots of, you know, instructional videos. We've got seminars that we're going to put up with Billy Gunn and Hurricane Helms and Road Warrior Animal and uh, ODB and Lisa Marie, people like that. Um, and we're going to add other other content as well up there, too, so it's not just going to be just our wrestling shows. So. Also, speaking of wrestling shows, you're going to be in the Detroit area in a few weeks at the Legends of Wrestling um, right outside in Fraser Hockey Land. Yes, I am. I'm excited to be there. I love it. Oh, man. You're going to be there. I'm going to be there. If I can, I'll just come over, introduce myself properly, shake your hand. Please do. And, um, wow. Thanks so much. I can't wait to get the book, Self-Help. And just thank you for a little bit of your time today. Thank you, sir. All right, Al. I'll let you get on your day. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Sam. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, and there you have it. Ohio's favorite son, Mr. Al Snow. Yes, you can hit him up on all forms of social media at The Real Al Snow. Mm-hmm. The book comes out the 7th of May. It is called Self Help. Please pre order now. We suggest you go to samshownation.com. You click that Amazon link, go and pre order that book. And if you are in the Detroit metropolitan area, this Saturday, April 20th, he's going to be at the Legends of Wrestling event in Detroit. Trust me, it's going to be a treat. Get out there. Get some tickets together. You may see somebody you know. I'm just saying. Who, me? You may see somebody you know. Who, me? But, man, I feel, I'm glad he gave us a little bit of his time. I could talk to Al Snow all day. And I, I ran down my fanboy just a little bit. Just a little bit because I got a lot more questions. I didn't really get into the job squad like I wanted to. I wanted to talk about it. Either way. Either way. But we winding it down here. I'm so excited. But this is that time of the podcast. We got to give people the it's credit time for being crazy. Because you're above we got to give people. We got to tap them on the shoulder. Hey, we don't do this type of thing. This is that, hey guys, stop believing your own hype, huh? and stop stop being an asshole. Don't stop. We tap you on the shoulder. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, ma'am. Homie. I think you need to sit your ass down. Homeboy, homegirl. Sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Yes! It's that special time where we sit back, we get credit for people just plain being dumb. Doing dumb stuff when they know they shouldn't do dumb stuff. And I'm finna do this since we're in a wrestling mood. Talk to my man Al Snow. Everything is cool. Hell of an interview. I wanna, um talk about wrestling since I'm in a wrestling mood uh-huh. and you know one thing when people down Florida talking about some crazy people there is, is they do all the type of stuff you google Florida man stuff like that I ain't about that because I believe everybody has, is 
entitled to be dumb whenever they want to be dumb. However, Florida does hold a good chunk of this. And this story, I don't, which is interesting. No, Charlemagne says something. The craziest uh, people, craziest come, people from come from Brooklyn and Florida. And I got to be honest, he's right. And I've purposely tried to stay away from Florida. But I can't stay away. Here we go. I don't know who to give the sit your ass down to because multi parties are involved. I'm going to name the guy who started it off as the sit your ass down recipient. But as the story goes on, sit your ass down can be gone all the way around. So the first sit, well, the only sit your ass down this week comes from Florida and it goes to Gianni Sosa. Now you may be thinking He sound like he a club promoter But keep going Who is Gianna Sosa Gianna or Gianni With a with a Y J G G I A Would you let me finish I'm asking you G-I-A-N-N-I Okay You know who he is I think you should let me finish I will Because a lot of people don't know Gianni Sosa Gianni Sosa is an 18 year old boy Who goes to Miami South Ridge High School and he was arrested on Wednesday at Miami Southridge High School. Senior high school. Sorry. Senior high school. Because. And he was arrested on a battery charge. Because he tried to attempt a wrestling move called the RKO on the principal Umberto Moret in the oh. hallway. The incident was captured not only on the school surveillance camera. Oh, he fooling. It was also captured on a cell phone because he told his friends he was going to do it. Guys, let's go to the report. KTLA Miami. A student arrested accused of trying to use a wrestling move on a principal. Local 10 News reporter Leanne Morahone is live outside the jail in West Miami Day. Leanne. And that teen is still behind bars at this hour. Let's show you exactly who we're talking about. He is 18-year-old Gianni Sosa, a student at Southridge Senior High School. Right now, he faces charges of battery on a school official and interference with an educational institution. Now, this is the incident at the center of this arrest. It appears to show Sosa attempting to perform a professional wrestling move known as an RKO on Southridge principal Umberto Miret. You see hmm. him actually put his hands around the back of his head. The cell phone video shows this confrontation. Then the principal is able to get Sosa into a chokehold and actually appears to throw a punch at him. That's where Police said that Sosa was placed in an office and was later uncooperative with staff, according to police. Now, Miret was actually named the Miami-Dade County Public Schools Principal of the Year just last year. And according to the arrest report, Miret was adamant about pursuing charges against Sosa. Sosa on. did have his first appearance hearing today, defended by the public defender, who even admitted that this was one of the most unusual arrest reports he had ever read. 
to this child shouldn't even have been arrested. Just understanding case. what an RKO is okay. because, actually, um, because I'm actually... You understand what an RKO is? <laughs> yes. I, literally, this is the judge. Just, stand right here. He's literally going like this to the guy. He's not even holding him. He literally, he literally is doing this. He, that's it. That's literally the extent what of it. What's the boy's name? Look at the screen. It may not be... It's not... It shouldn't have been arrestable is the problem. Arrestable. So it's unclear exactly what was going on before that video began, before the attempted RKO. So we are still looking into a lot of unanswered questions. We know that the judge found Sosa to be eligible for pretrial services. That means that he could get out of jail at any moment today. We'll be here. We want to hear his side of the story. Reporting live in West Miami, Dade, Leanne Morejon, Local 10 News. Okay, let's unpack this. What's the boys last night? Gianni Sosa. Let me break down Gianni Sosa. Look, no way in hell are you supposed to sit down and try to RKO your principal. It's a dumb move. If you ever watch any WWE programming, let alone wrestling as a whole, there's a big thing with WWE mm. since he tried to RKO. He didn't even fully lock it Hold in. On, no, no, no. I'm getting there. I'm getting there because you watching, you watching it. When you do that, it says don't try this at home. Mm-hmm. You ain't supposed to put your hands on nobody. They do give a disclaimer at the uh, yeah. show. Yeah, so you ain't supposed to put your hands on nobody. No way. And that's that. So yeah, sit your ass down, Gianni. No, that's, that's where it turns. If you watch this, I call bullshit and sit your ass down. A secondary, sit your ass down to the principal. The recipient of the RKO. Yeah. Here, here's why. For starters, this boy that you have been messing around and wrestling with and whatever, because he had the confidence to do this shit. Mm-hmm. You, that's a wrestling move. Yes, they say wrestling is fake, it's predetermined, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll put my wrestling fan thing aside. Also, let me. Hold on, wait, wait, no, uh, uh-uh. I just don't want to forget this. Oh. Yes. Also, um, what in the between the boy and the principal's relationship that made the boy feel comfortable to do that? That's what I'm getting at. Okay. Because in the extended report, he said he has they wrestle and they joke and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But the principal himself, right? This is a fake move that didn't work, that he did not complete. Exactly. If you watch the video. To stay with me. Okay. But the principal put him in an actual chokehold. And slammed him against the locker. And punched him. And slammed him against the locker. So, but my man. Okay, maybe he was caught off guard. Maybe your reflexes kicked in, right? Or maybe the principal was embarrassed. Maybe he was embarrassed. However you want to put that. Fragile male ego. Shout out Charlotte, man. And you want to do, however you want to do that, Toxic right? Toxic masculinity. Whatever, right? Yeah. But here's why, not not only, in addition to, me and you are people of a certain age. Speak for yourself, but okay. Alright, I'll talk about myself. Let me talk about the principal. Humberto Murat. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Okay. Here's why you full of shit. This is not a press chargeable offense, much like the, his attorney said. This is a like suspension. This is at best a in school suspension. Yeah, or at like best detention. Month long detention. 
I grew up personally in the Attitude Era. When I grew up, the WWE Attitude Era. Do you understand how many Stone Cold Stunners was given to teachers? How many Diamond Cutters? I personally, and I've said it a few times on this podcast, I could go back to the Dika... To the Deka Wyatt podcast. Shout out to Deka Wyatt doing them TED Talks. I want to give a quick shout out to her. But either way, in the Deka Wyatt podcast, I accidentally super kicked somebody. And you know what happened? Oh my God, I'm sorry. I I am so sorry. And it was cool. This ain't no going to jail shit. No. Because he didn't complete it. If for anything, he gave you a overzealous like if hug. he would have like completed it, then I'm like, okay. Maybe. Even a me- if he completed it, it's still like an in-school suspension. And again, I ask, what in within the relationship between that principal and that young man? But that principal made the young man feel comfortable to do that. Was adamant about giving him jail time. Get the fuck out of here. Jail time? Yeah. So, this started out as a situation. It still is a situation. It's just both parties involved. But this is a situation. I feel like as a principal, you you should be trying to get your students to not. This this is a situation now. This is a teachable moment for the young man, not a moment to put him in jail. And just cherry on top. Just to put the cherry on top. I ain't never seen a judge laugh. If you watch that video with Aaron, did she drop the charges? She no. Not only is she she don't know what to do. It's laughable. She mm-hmm. just she laughed and actually snorted. She was like, "Are you serious? Are we in here for this shit?" Because you saw the tape. Mm-hmm. We in here for this? I got a fucking murderer over there. I got a thief right there. Wasting my time. We in here because of Randy motherfucking Orton. Get the fuck out of here, man. So, all parties involved. It started out as Giotti Sosa. But all parties involved. Come on. Say it with me. Sit your ass down. Sit it on down. Man, that's it for this podcast. This story. It should be after that. It really is. I want to thank the great Al Snow. You can catch him on all forms of social media at The Real Al Snow. Catch him at Legends of Wrestling Detroit. Mm-hmm. This Saturday, April 20th. Al, if you listening, I'm going to go over there and shake your hand because you're a good dude. And um, the book comes out. The book is called Self-Help by, I can now say, author. Author. WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Wrestling champion. Mm-hmm. Owner of OVW. Oh, uh, partial owner of Gladiator. Either way, Al Snow's the man, and we thank you so much, man. Everything related to this podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Mm-hmm. You can email the podcast at Just Talk With Sam. No G in talking. Just Talk With Sam at gmail.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram, Just Talk With Sam. No G in talking. Just Talk With Sam. And you can talk to me personally on Twitter at samshow11. Thank you guys so much. See you next week.